Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad that you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed up with a medical ID company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I am reading from the Founders Bible, which is a New American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founders era. You can get one at www.foundersbible.com, but is absolutely not necessary for this. I am also following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print your own copy from www.5daybiblereading.com. It is done weekly. That gives room for you to catch up if you need to without feeling like you're falling behind. And that is definitely something that I don't want for you when we are on this journey. We are just going to take it as it comes. If this is your first episode, you can start here and then go back to episode one, or you can just stop it now and go back to day one. All is well. I'm just so glad that God led you here and that you're with me as we can all learn together. I have never read the whole Bible much less than a year, so I will not claim to be an expert because I absolutely am not. I just felt called to do this, and so here I am. I'm going to go ahead and apologize in advance also if I mispronounce names, places, or landmarks. I absolutely know that I will do this. And so if if something if I keep saying something wrong and if it is bothering you, you can absolutely reach out to me on my website through an email. I would appreciate the feedback. For connection and community, please consider joining the Move Forth with Grace group on my website where we can grow together this year in learning God's lessons. So today is day 11, and we will be reading Genesis 28 and 29 and Mark 11. Let's begin. Jacob is sent away, chapter 28. So Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said to him, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Paddan Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and from there take to yourself a wife from the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you that you may become a company of peoples. May he also give you the blessing of Abraham to you and to your descendants with you, that you may possess the land of your sojournings, which God gave to Abraham. Then Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Paran Aram to Laban, son of Bethuel, the Armenian, the Armian, excuse me, the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob, and Esau. Now Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Paddan Aram to take himself a wife from there, and that when he blessed him, he charged him, saying, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan, and that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother and had gone to Paddan Aram. 
So Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan displeased his father Isaac. And Esau went to Ishmael and married besides the wives that he had, Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Nebaioth. Jacob's dream. Then Jacob departed from Beersheba and went toward Haran. He came to a certain place and spent the night there, because the sun had set, and he took one of the stones of the place and put it under his head and lay down in that place. He had a dream, and behold, a ladder was set on the earth with its top reaching to heaven, and behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac, the land on which you lie. I will give it to you and to your descendants. Your descendants will also be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and in your descendants shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. So Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on its top. He called the name of that place Bethel. However, previously the name of the city had been Lutz. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me on this journey that I take and will give me food to eat and garments to wear, and I return to my father's house in safety, then the Lord will be my God. This stone which I have set up as a pillar will be God's house, and of all that you give me I will surely give a tenth to you. Jacob meets Rachel. Then Jacob went on his journey <clears throat> and came to the land of the sons of the east. He looked and saw a well in the field, and behold, three flocks of sheep were lying there beside it, for from that well they watered the flocks. Now the stone on the mouth of the well was large. When all the flocks were gathered there, they would then roll the stone from the mouth of the well and water the sheep and put the stone back in its place on the mouth of the well. Jacob said to them, my, brother, my brothers, where are you from? And they said, We are from Haran. He said to them, Do you know Laban the son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. And he said to them, Is it well with him? And they said, It is well, and here is Rachel his daughter coming with the sheep. He said, Behold, it is still high day, it is not time for the livestock to be gathered. Water the sheep and go pasture them. But they said, We cannot until all the flocks are gathered, and they roll the stone from the mouth of the well, then we water the sheep. While he was still be speaking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a, a shepherdess. When Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, Jacob went up and rolled the stone from the mouth of the well and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted his voice and wept. Jacob told Rachel that he was a relative of her father and that he was Rebekah's son, and she ran and told her father. 
So when Laban heard the news of Jacob, his sister's son, he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. Then he related to Laban all these things. Laban said to him, Surely you are my bone and my flesh. And he stayed with him a month. Then Laban said to Jacob, Because you are my relative, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me, what shall your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. And Leah's eyes were weak, but Rachel was beautiful of form and face. Now Jacob loved Rachel, so he said, I will serve you seven years for your younger daughter, Rachel. Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than to give her to another man. Stay with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him but a few days because of his love for her. Laban's treachery. Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, for my time is completed, that I may go into her. Laban gathered all the men of the place and made a feast. Now in the evening he took his daughter Leah and brought her to him, and Jacob went into her. Laban also gave his maid Zilpah to his daughter Leah as a maid. So it came about in the morning that, behold, it was Leah, and he said to Laban, What is this you have done to me? Was it not for Rachel that I served with you? Why then have you deceived me? But Laban said, It is not the practice in our place to marry off the younger before the firstborn. Complete the week of this one, and we will give you the other also for the service which you shall serve with me for another seven years. Jacob did so and completed her week, and he gave him his daughter Rachel as his wife. Laban also gave his maid Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her maid. So Jacob went into Rachel also, and indeed he loved Rachel more than Leah, and he served with Laban for another seven years. Now the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, and he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. Leah conceived and bore a son and named him Reuben, for she said, Because the Lord has seen my affliction, surely now my husband will love me. Then she conceived again and bore a son and said, Because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. So she named him Simeon. She conceived again and bore a son and said, Now this time my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore he was named Levi. And she conceived again and bore a son and said, This time I will praise the Lord. Therefore she named him Judah. Then she stopped bearing. Moving on to Mark 11. The Triumphal Entry As they approached Jerusalem at Bethpage and Bethany near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there on which no one yet has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone says to you, why are you doing this, you say, the Lord has need of it, and immediately he will send it back here. They went away and found a colt tied at the door, outside in the street, and they untied it. Some of the bystanders were saying to them, what are you doing untying the colt? They spoke to them just as Jesus had told them, and they gave them permission. They brought the colt to Jesus and put their coats on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their coats in the road, and others spread leafy branches, which they had cut from the fields. 
Those who went in front of those who followed were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David, Hosanna in the highest. Jesus entered Jerusalem and came into the temple, and after looking around at everything, he left for Bethany with the twelve, since it was already late. On the next day, when they had left Bethany, he became hungry. Seeing at a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if perhaps he would find anything on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. He said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples were listening. Jesus drives money changers from the temple. Then they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who were buying and selling in the temple and overturn the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. And he would not permit anyone to carry merchandise through the temple. And he began to teach and say to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations? But you have made it a robber's den. The chief priests and the scribes heard this and began seeking how to destroy him, for they were afraid of him, for the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. When evening came, they would go out of the city. As they were passing by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots up. Being reminded, Peter said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered, saying to them, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted him. Therefore I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them, and they will be granted you. Whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive your transgressions. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father who is in heaven forgive your transgressions. Jesus' authority questioned. They came again to Jerusalem, and as he was walking in the temple, the chief priests and the scribes and the elders came to him and began saying to him, By what authority are you doing these things? Or who gave you this authority to do these things? And Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question, and you answer me, and then I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Was the baptism of John from heaven or from men? Answer me. They began reasoning among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Then why did you not believe him? But shall we say from men? They were afraid of the people, for everyone considered John to have been a real prophet. Answering Jesus, they said, We do not know. And Jesus said to them, Nor will I tell you by what authority I do these things. So, I don't know about you, but the Old Testament is interesting, isn't it? It's sometimes it's hard for my, um, what would it be? I mean, I guess just my brain in general, or um, would it be kind of what I believe to be right? Uh, you know, when, when they talk about marrying relatives, right? I just want to be very transparent and honest with that because sometimes I get a little distracted 
um, you know, not only with pronouncing names, but also kind of with, gosh, wow, why did they, why did they do that? It's just something to kind of think about and consider because it just, it's almost like oil and water and maybe you feel the same way. I'm like, wow, that's so, so interesting. And, you know, that, that that was in place back then. I guess that, um, you know, after the flood, there probably weren't many people. And so they kind of had to start all over. But again, it's in, in the modern day world and reading that it's kind of like, oh gosh, wow, that's kind of weird. <laughs> so, um, there's that. But I hope that, um, you know, wow, very powerful in though the Mark chapter 11 today with the fig tree, right? Like kind of showing, hey, this is what is possible. And I love it's, you know, all of the things which you pray and ask. This is Mark eleven twenty four. Believe that you have received them and they will be granted you. I mean, that's so powerful, right? To to display that lesson um, by a withering fig tree and just the, the sheer power of prayer that he's displaying there. And also, I, I really, especially in the times we find ourselves in, the part about where he, you know, flips the tables, right, in the temple and causes, you know, he shakes things up, doesn't he, in that, in that story, calling people out for disrespecting a house of prayer. And for me, it's, it's a reminder of that it's okay to, to call out when things aren't right, to use your voice in that way when you, when you feel that things aren't right. So I appreciate that story about Jesus. I really do. So let's go ahead and pray, and we will finish up our episode for today. Dear Lord, we want to just thank you again for the opportunity to do this to do this journey and to read and to immerse ourselves in your word. Thank you for this. And please especially forgive me and, and, and you know, and anybody else who might be feeling the same way about where our brain goes sometimes when reading the Old Testament and trying to understand why people did the things that they did, but one of the main reasons why, because you were with them. And so just help us with that. Help us to understand that if we need a little bit more clarity and and forgive our minds if they tend to get a little distracted in the stories. I know that mine, I know that mine definitely does. And thank you for just this opportunity to express that, um, to be vulnerable about that, to um, be open about that so that maybe someone else who might feel the same way doesn't feel alone. Thank you for that opportunity to connect in that way. And we just, again, are so grateful to be committed 
to this. Um, and we will hold on to and know that by doing this, our lives will be transformed. And we just want to say thank you again for that. And we say this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day or evening, wherever you might find yourself. And I look forward to be with you, to being with you in the next episode. Take care.